Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth. From depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created, this podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I hope you had a great weekend. Happy Monday. The weather is finally getting warmer out here in California, and I am on cloud nine still. It is literally making my life. I'm very, very sensitive to weather, and I also moved across the country to have sunshine and warmth, so yeah, very excited. If you're in California, especially LA or San Diego, Southern California, you know, but I am so excited for this week's episode. It is all about my cleanse that I did this week, which was a holistic cleanse, and There are, oh my gosh, so many amazing takeaways I got from this cleanse. I did a lot of inner child work. I did a lot of just like tapping on things that I needed healing because I had so much come up during the cleanse. I talk about how it created the space for all of these things to come up and for me to work through them. I share my physical results as well as a lot of ways that you can do a little bit of like spring cleaning in your life, including physical, mental, emotional, all the things. But before we dive in, I wanted to talk about Saluna. That's this week's magic. And this is the supplement brand by Kimberly Snyder, who created the cleanse. She is a nutritionist, celebrity nutritionist, wellness expert. She is such a beautiful light. Uh, If you go to her Instagram, it's so sweet. A lot of her family and good recipes and such. But She has supplements as well, and I have been taking them for a few years, actually. I love them so much. There's a probiotic that I take, and that just helps with balancing your microflora and your gut and just overall well-being because there is definitely a connection between our gut and our brain and how we feel overall. Uh, So I love that. It has pre, pro, and postbiotics in it. And then there is a digestive enzyme that I'll take, and I'll take this... Uh, if I've eaten a lot of food, it just helps with breaking it down quicker. So you don't feel like stuff's just like sitting in your stomach for a while. If you've ever had that happen, it's like not fun or comfortable. It helps with bloating as well. And then there is a night detox formula that I will take a couple nights a week. And it's not a laxative. It's not habit forming, but it just really helps your body to release toxins and clear them out. And yeah, I've been taking them for a while and just feel like overall my digestion has gotten a lot smoother and better over the years. And I feel like I'm getting a lot more nutrients out of my food. Whereas I just didn't feel like I was before or I wasn't getting the energy that I felt I should after meals. And I feel like I definitely, especially I notice a difference if I forget to take these and then I start taking them again. I just feel like I'm getting more energy out of my food and feeling sustained and nourished more. And yeah. So I will link that in the show notes. There's a lot of goodies linked in the show notes this week because the smoothie that I did during the cleanse uh, is actually a free recipe that you can get on Kim's website. And yeah, I mentioned some other things that are in the show notes as well. Uh, Talked about anxiety a little bit, releasing all kinds of stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy. Okay, so let's talk about the cleanse that I did last week because holy cow, I really did not expect it to be as powerful as it was, but it was very healing and I really got a lot more out of it than I expected to. 
in several areas. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just so cool too. <laughs> the fact that I was just inspired to do it, not even realizing that like this was this week was the first week of spring. Uh, so I started the cleanse on March 20th, which was the first day of spring after having been inspired to like go through and like clear out my closet that weekend. Um, just yeah, crazy. I feel like things are just in such a beautiful flow and so aligned lately, but it's very timely with us just getting into the spring season. Um, and also just with how I've, I feel like I've just had so much change happening. I've been very dedicated to growing and elevating myself and my life and really stepping into my next level self, calling in these bigger, juicier dreams that I have been excited about and set intentions around for the last couple of months. So yeah, naturally, as we start getting clear on and moving towards what we want to manifest, like things get shaken up a little bit. And last week's episode was about letting go, releasing, and I just feel like it flows so beautifully into this week's topic, which is all about cleansing. And I'm going to I'm going to share what I did um, along with what I experienced and my results along with some ways that you can kind of do your own little spring cleaning, spring cleanse in multiple areas of your life. Very holistic. I'm all about holistic, you know, everything when it comes to wellness, when it comes to cleansing. It's all so interconnected and I feel like we're not really fully serving ourselves if we're neglecting any area of our life when we are, you know doing things like this and trying to grow and heal and change and cleanse and whatnot. So yeah, I'm going to give you guys some ways that you can do a spring cleaning in a lot of different areas of your life right now. Before we dive in though, I want to just note that this stuff is not comfortable. Growth is not comfortable. (laughs) Change, letting go, they're not the most comfortable things I've ever experienced. I tend to really actually resist change and not be a big fan of it. Uh, which I am working on though, because usually when I take a leap of faith and do something that, that feels aligned, I'm not just like pushing myself to do anything or something that other people are saying is good or I should do, or just like sounds good or looks good. I really do make sure that what I'm pushing myself and challenging myself in, um, there are things that feel aligned and I feel called to do, but yeah, they can often be hard, scary, definitely uncomfortable, but I'm always so, so glad that I did them. And honestly, I want to just say they're never as hard as they appear. At least like it's it's a different kind of hard. I saw this quote, which was also like so timely as well over the last week. And I, I wish I could remember where I saw it. If I figure out where I saw it, I will put it in the show notes or share it on Instagram or both. But it was about how oftentimes the fear itself is worse than the actual thing we're afraid of. And I feel like that has been so true in my life lately. Um, I just, yeah, I tend to like make things bigger in my head than they actually are or harder than they actually are. And then I'll avoid them or procrastinate or drag my feet or like make it this like big thing and fuss about it. And then I, (laughs) I do it. And after I start, like, I'm so glad I did. It's usually a lot easier than I thought it would be. Um, and I usually am very excited about the results and feel like it was worth it. And that really is how I feel about this cleanse. Like I had so much resistance come up, especially the morning of, I was like, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this. I just want my yummy breakfast I've been having of like sausage and bread and eggs (laughs) and coffees. Um, yeah, I did not want to do it and I am so glad I did it. And yes, it was still hard and uncomfortable, but it's not the like 
death hard that I seem to make things out to be in my brain. Like I feel like oh, it's going to be miserable and terrible. And it wasn't really that like it was uncomfortable it was not like the most fun thing I've ever done but the hard was like so so meaningful and so so worth it because of everything that I got out of it um and it was it was like a good hard it was like a working out type of hard not like a I don't know torturous painful hard um so yeah working on my relationship with change I know I need to also like explore resistance more. So so stay tuned for that. I have a book that Jeff read that was really good that he recommended to me on resistance that I feel like I need to pick up here in the next couple of weeks because I've been becoming more and more aware of how resistant I am to some of the things that I know feel aligned and will be really good for me. And so I want to explore that and kind of figure out how I can work with myself more and, and work with resistance more. But anyway, more to come on that. But I did just want to share because I, I feel like it's important to note that uncomfortable does not mean that you should not move forward with something or that it's unaligned. Um, there's a difference between something being uncomfortable versus unaligned. And I think the more and more you get in tune with yourself and your gut, the more you really can tell the difference. Um, but yeah, growth and magic and oftentimes most of the things we want are on the other side of discomfort and change. They're outside our comfort zone. So just a reminder, you can do hard things. I had to remind myself of this a lot this week. I can do hard things. And the more and more we do hard things, the more that we show ourselves we can do hard things. And the more we build trust with ourselves and just strengthen that relationship that we have with ourselves, which is like the most important relationship that we have in life, really. Um, And the more I have worked on my relationship with myself, the more stable I feel and the more just this relationship I'm building with me is like my rock. And yeah, it's it's what really gets us through some of the hardest things in life. But okay, so the cleanse. What was it? It was the three-day waterfall cleanse by Kimberly Snyder. She is... She has been a celebrity nutritionist, but now she has books, a podcast. She really teaches on just wellness all around, spiritually, physically, mentally. She has really great content. Um, I particularly, obviously, as mentioned in this week's magic, love her supplements. I've been taking them for several years. I feel like they've really helped my gut. And she just came out with this waterfall cleanse. And I actually found out about it. I met up with the girl who does her PR and we had such a great coffee. She's so sweet, but she and I were just chatting about different ways maybe we could collaborate about Kim's new book. And um, she mentioned she was coming out with this waterfall cleanse. And I was like, oh, honestly, like I feel like I need to do a cleanse right now. I've been feeling like I need to do a little bit of a health reset send me the details. I'll check it out and see what it's all about. And she sent it to me and I was like, okay, I'm going to try to do this. You know, was very intimidated when I read it. It's like almost kind of like a juice cleanse, but she has this glowing green smoothie that is kind of like the foundation for the cleanse. And it has a lot of fiber in it. And it's, it's not just juice because you need the fiber to really cleanse your gut and also to stabilize your blood sugar levels. You don't want sugar spikes throughout the day constantly. That's just going to mess with your insulin levels and your cortisol levels and hormones overall and really not help with actually yeah, getting you feeling better and more grounded and more stable. Oh my gosh. More to say on that when I share how it went for me because I was really impressed, by the way, with 
this glowing green smoothie. Um, but it, the smoothie, what's in it? Okay, so it is essentially celery, apples, pears, bananas, romaine, spinach, ginger, cilantro, parsley, and what else am I forgetting? I feel like there was another like vegetable that I put in there. But um, anyway, so it's a lot of greens and, you know, hence the name glowing green smoothie. It tasted really good. Obviously, it wasn't like eating chocolate or anything, but I thought it tasted very good. I enjoyed drinking it. I wasn't like forcing it down my throat or anything like that. I added some extra ginger and I loved the little bit of a kick that it had. And yeah, I ended up drinking that about 32 ounces. I made a big like bowl of it sort of because I don't have a full blender. So I was making do with what I have, um, which you can do. She uses a juicer and a blender for it. I don't have a juicer. So I just did the glowing green smoothie and did it in a blender. And you can also blend the other recipes. There was two other recipes in there that I just, I didn't use. I just did the glowing green smoothie and I drank it throughout. I don't know. I still had one cup of coffee in the morning, decaf coffee, but decaf coffee. But other than that, I had the glowing green smoothie. I had, you know, a pretty big glass of it for, for a late breakfast and then kind of sipped it throughout the afternoon. And then I ended up eating, I tried to eat pretty clean, um, more lean protein and veggies. For the most part, I did have a little chocolate and um, some crackers, some pistachios, um, but tried to just eat pretty clean um, in the evenings. And I did let myself start eating late afternoon, partly because I did have an eating disorder for many years, partly because, you know, I need to function and be able to work it is a work week. You know, I started this on a Monday and I just know from past fasts and cleanses that I've done how lethargic I was. And so I didn't want to do anything too extreme that would kind of like pull me out of being able to work and really function and show up, especially because I have a friend coming in town tomorrow. Um, and I wanted to, you know, be able to get everything done I needed to before she came in uh, so I can enjoy the weekend with her. And yeah, I had a lot on my plate. Also, I work out pretty intensely. You know, I do pretty intense strength training about twice a week and then runs, pretty intense running class about two days a week and then sometimes another workout in between all of that. So yeah, I wanted to make sure I was also like nourishing my body enough and giving myself the protein that I know I need, especially after being vegan for about two years and then pescatarian. Personally, this was what felt good to me and I've just kind of learned that in life especially after having an all or nothing mindset for a really long time for me modifying things so that I can do them and actually like sustain my efforts. So like whether it's a run or a workout or something like this, um, even I'm getting better and better at it with like my work life balance. Like my goal is endurance and being able to sustain my efforts, not burning out and crashing really quickly. Um, So this was kind of what worked for me and how I modified it to kind of just fit my life, my goals, and my personal needs. The cleanse, though, was not just about what you were eating. It's a very holistic cleanse, and it involved journaling, movement, and meditation as well, which I really love. You guys know that I am big into meditation, and it has really helped me immensely. So huge fan of that, obviously. I particularly loved the journal prompts and I might as well kind of get into (laughs) how it went for me, my results, my experience um, from here. But the journal prompts were really, really good. They started out having you 
get clear on and this is all tying back to the waterfall cleanse the waterfall cleanse the whole point of this is to kind of move stagnation and stuck energy from your life and get things flowing again get you light get you clear and so the journal prompts were kind of focused to help you with that and so the journal prompts start off with having you get clear on any heaviness that you have in your life right now and so I spent some time just thinking about and getting clear on where do I feel heavy in my life right now? And I really loved that question because I really hadn't thought about that. Um, But obviously I want to feel light and I love when I feel light and flowy and just am enjoying my life and trusting and in faith. And that's kind of what she has you do next is get clear on your intentions. Like how do you want to feel? How do you want your life to be? And so it was just really helpful for me to kind of get clear on what areas do I feel heavy or stuck or like there's a lot of stagnation. How do I want to feel? And then she has you think about what can you release to help you achieve that? And oh my gosh, you guys. So (laughs) I was not prepared for how emotional I was going to be during this cleanse. I cried so much. And I'm sure, you know, I was partly PMSing a little bit. Um, I'm going through a lot of change in general, but I feel like the cleanse was the, it was the perfect time to do it because with all of this change, there's a lot of stuff that comes up that we sometimes like don't address because we just don't even know to address it. And so I particularly found that not only the journaling prompts were really helpful for me with like figuring out and unearthing some things that I needed to work through and heal and release, but I felt like removing food was really helpful because, well, and also this was really timely because Jeff happens to be in Miami. He left early Tuesday morning. So I've also just had so much more alone time. So you know, there's a lot of distraction taken out of my life. I really didn't have many commitments at all this week, which was also intentional and perfect, but I was just home alone a lot. So I had a lot of time, a lot of distractions were removed. A lot of things I'm attached to and used to were removed. Um, and I think the removing the food is really helpful because like, how much time do we spend thinking about what we want to eat? And I also get really attached to my food. Like, I mean, if you can't tell how attached I get to, to like, I guess food and beverages <laughs> in general, I cut out caffeine last August and I do have a little bit here and there, but I actually didn't for most of this cleanse because I didn't feel like I needed it or wanted it. But, um, I cut out caffeine last August and I was still having like four cups of decaf a day. (laughs) That's how attached I am to coffee. Um, And I did have a coffee in the morning the first day. And then I think I had two, uh, day two and day three, um, which was better than the three to four I usually have. Um, And I also had no sugar or sweetener in the coffees, um, which I've actually been gradually switching to anyway. And I I love it. We're going to get to that more in after I kind of get through the whole emotional side of the cleanse. But I can get really attached to like how I do things and what I eat, what I drink, my routines and stuff. And so I think just removing all of that, removing these attachments, removing the distraction that food and picking things and like that can all be, it just like, yeah, it cleared so much space from my life and my mind and my brain that I just had so much coming up emotionally. And some of it was from the journaling some of it was just from the removal of these things from my life. And I was 
just in shock, but it was so, 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 so good for me. I was able to really sit with a lot of my feelings, which oftentimes, you know, I, you know, I'm really intentional to not intentionally numb out. And I try to make sure I don't numb out and just like brush my feelings under the rug. I really do try to take time to feel and process my feelings, but life can just get so busy and we can get so distracted with the day to day and with like, yeah, what to eat. Um, obviously I live with Jeff still and with the cat and like sometimes the two of us just, you know, we're in and out of the apartment, we're talking, we hear each other, see each other, you know, just so much of my attention can get drawn into engaging with him and what he's doing and just, you know, day-to-day things like going to events, calls, things like that. So, I just was able to spend so much more time feeling my feelings the last couple of days and then really diving deep and unpacking what they were trying to tell me. And it was really powerful. I was really shocked at just like some of the fears that I realized I am really, I've been attaching to. Um, I was really nervous being alone in the apartment. Actually, I've not really been alone in this apartment like through the night in a long time. You know, Jeff and I moved back in together last March. And so I've been living with somebody for over a year and we've really not spent many nights apart. And so for me, it was, I was really scared and really, yeah, just nervous. And I had to really sit with that and be like, why am I scared? And I think some of it comes from my childhood my parents were always very nervous of like people breaking in and, you know, they were very careful and precautious around those things, which is obviously smart. But I think that it kind of rubbed off on me and I just have this fear of somebody breaking in at night. And yeah, I realized like this is pretty irrational. Um, and I was able to do a lot of tapping work on that and just work on feeling safe, feeling safe alone, feeling safe in this apartment and just feeling safe in general and in my body. Um, it's kind of something I've been working on ongoing over the last couple of years, but I really was just able to kind of focus on it during this time and see how it was coming out in my life and yeah, just do some very intentional work on it, which was really helpful. And I'm actually feeling a lot better. Um, I also learned how to set the alarm system in the apartment, which I pro- we probably should have done when we moved in. It's really safe. You have to get through like three barriers of entry to even get to our front door. There's like gates to even get into like the inner you know, courtyard area. And then you have to have a key to either the stairwell or the code to the elevator to then even get to our front door. And then obviously you have to have a key to get in the front door. So it's pretty hard to get into the apartment to begin with, but yeah, still helpful to have the alarm set at night. And I just feel a lot safer with that as well. But yeah, I, I did a lot of work on safety. And then I also, oh my gosh, this was a major breakthrough. And this is kind of a, I guess a little bit of a tangent, but I feel like it's something that I felt like I needed to share, but We can't manifest anything that doesn't feel safe to our nervous system. Our brains are really smart. Our subconscious is really smart. It's going to block it if it doesn't feel safe to our nervous system. And it's going to override all of the work that you're doing to manifest. So our job is, you know, with all the steps of manifestation is also to make sure that we feel safe with whatever we're trying to call in. One of the things that I've been wanting to manifest is love, romance, being desired, and I realized this week, I don't feel safe 
with that. I don't feel safe being desired and being sexy. And a lot of that comes from my upbringing. There's a lot of just really not great things that were programmed into me growing up. I mean, I remember still very clearly this one Sunday school class where I remember the teacher was like telling all of us girls, it was a girl Sunday school class. And she was like, if a man can see that you have a butt or that you have boobs, your clothes are too tight and you are a stumbling block for that man. You are making him sin. And so like we were supposed to wear clothes that were so loose that you couldn't tell you had like boobs or a butt really. I mean like, or at least you couldn't really see the shape of them. Um, And just, I remember it being told to me over and over again that men are sexual predators. They just want to have sex with you. And that if I was dressed provocatively, like I was probably going to attract some negative situation and men were going to lust after me and it was very dangerous and you know all of this stuff from this you know so like all of this stuff which was like painting men in a very negative way it was also putting the responsibility of men's actions thoughts results of their thoughts whatever on me as a woman which is like um hello lack of personal responsibility (laughs) like Yeah, it's just was such a toxic, unhealthy dynamic for men and women, but it was also creating so much fear and negativity and shame around sexuality and owning your sexuality and feeling free in your sexuality. And that is something I've been doing a lot of work on. Um, You know, when I shared on my Instagram, I was in an abusive marriage. It was sexually abusive. Um, And so like that did some damage. So like I've been doing a lot of work unpacking (laughs) my sexual trauma and my trauma in this area. But I finally was able to realize like, I think one of the reasons why I have been blocking that in my current relationship or one of the reasons that why I was blocking that in my relationship with Jeff was that also, wow, (laughs) didn't know I'd be getting this vulnerable on the podcast. But um, yeah, I, I had this download this week that I don't feel safe being sexy and beautiful and desirable and like wow like I can't manifest that in a relationship which it's so healthy our sexuality is part of who we are as humans it is a huge part of humanness it is a gift like it is a good thing it is beautiful Um, and it's not something we should run away from it's something that we should feel free to explore and express And yeah, it's something that I am still working on feeling safe with after everything that I went through. And so it was just, yeah, really helpful. Like obviously, again, this stuff is hard. This stuff is uncomfortable. But for me to be able to realize that, like I was able to, again, do work on that. I did a lot of journaling about it and explored some of it and then just tapped a lot on it. Tapping has really been something I'm getting into for subconscious rewiring and especially just helping me feel safe in my body and subconsciously with things that I have not previously felt safe with. It's been really helpful and um, I've been seeing and feeling a difference from doing it. But yeah, I just, I hadn't been able to uncover that up until this point. So this time and this space without my normal attachments and distractions and taking a lot more time to kind of dig deep and reflect and also just allow myself to feel my emotions and really dig into what they're trying to tell me, what's behind them, what's causing them was just so helpful. And the that's kind of one of my goals this year is to really heal a lot of my triggers and also build resilience in my nervous system 
because these triggers, you know, until we actually face them and work on healing them, they they continue to pull us out of our flow and our day to day and hold us back from manifesting as powerfully. Like when you're dysregulated in your nervous system, you're not able to be in an expansive, creative place. You're in fight or flight. You are trying to protect yourself. Um, And yeah, that's very constrictive. I chatted about this a little bit, I think two episodes ago. No, maybe three episodes ago. Yes. When I was talking about anxiety. So if you want to hear more on that episode, I believe it's number five. Yeah. I'll double check on that. I'll put it in the show notes, (laughs) but yeah, I I want to heal these triggers so that I am pulled out of my creative flow state and this expansive aligned state that I feel like I've been in more and more recently. I want to stay there. I I love that. I love what I create when I'm in that space. I love who I am and how I feel. Um, And so I'm excited to continue to work on unearthing kind of the root of some of these triggers and healing them so that I can just be more regulated in my nervous system and just more stable and feeling good more of the time. Um, And then from there, build resilience. I'm excited to, well, so yeah, doing things like this, hard things like this, it's how we can start to build more resilience because we can slowly train ourselves. It's the same as cold showers and ice baths, um, working out, you know, doing these hard things step by step, little by little as we're able to, it builds resilience. So then when we do get triggered or we do have something that's traumatic happen, it's impact on us is lessened. It's not, it doesn't have as much power. It doesn't take us out of our power as much. Uh, So yeah, that's kind of like, My goal right now is just to continue to heal things and also build resilience in my nervous system so I can just, I can, I can build a more expansive life and I can manifest more powerfully and bigger and better things and just, and just be more free and in flow and safe in my life and my body and my experiences. Another thing that I was able to do as well is some serious inner child work. I didn't realize how I still had some wounding that was coming up for me that was tied to just things that I felt as a child, like that were kind of part of the triggers. Like I still have carried with me some feelings of not being enough, not being wanted. Um, and just that then kind of plays into why I'm triggered in certain situations and circumstances. So I was able to also just do some connecting to my inner child and really asking her, what does she need? And then seeing how I could meet those needs and give her those things and just love on her. And yeah, lots of healing work happened this week. And it was really, it was really powerful. And I felt a lot lighter emotionally I think I'm still kind of like releasing some and uncovering some like even today, even though it's Thursday and the cleanse was really Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I still did a lot of like just journaling and processing today. And I probably will continue to for the next week or two because it was a a lot that came up for me the last couple of days. But yeah, it was such a beautiful container for me to just really work through some stuff and give a lot more attention to some of these inner things that affect us a lot but we sometimes don't even know 
what they are until we create the space to actually and remove the distractions and things that keep us from giving them as much attention as it might take to actually, yeah, uncover and work through them. So yeah, I'm feeling a lot more clear and lighter emotionally and I feel like I just have a lot of headway. Overall, feel like I released a lot and am just more in alignment have a lot more clarity on some of the things that have been holding me back and in kind of going back to the waterfall analogy I just feel like I'm flowing more and I have cleared out some of these things that have been kind of blocking me from being as in flow or being as aligned or empowered as I can be okay so then the physical side of things (laughs) I actually did see benefits physically as well my favorite physical benefit that I feel like I got out of this was my cravings I was shocked even just day one, my sugar cravings were so much less than they normally are, like noticeably less. And I was also just craving food a lot less. Like I did, when I did eat later in the evening, I felt like I ate a lot slower and I really enjoyed my food and I just needed a lot less overall. And I've continued to feel that way the last couple of days. And I love it. Like I honestly feel like, Sugar is, and I've noticed this, you know, over the past couple of years, especially whenever I like add or subtract things for a period of time for my diet, but sugar, oh my gosh, every time I intentionally eliminate it for a period of time, I notice how much better my focus is and how much lower my anxiety is. It's so directly tied to both of those. And I also just saw um, on Instagram, there was a study that was done that shows that high levels of sugar also like lead to aggression and (laughs) it's like oh it could be also affecting my mood and my irritability uh as well I wasn't paying attention enough to that to comment much on it because I was just I was really emotional with the whole cleanse but I do feel yeah but I did feel a big difference in terms of just being able to focus a lot better and I you know I did I just felt more stable and centered I feel like overall and aside from all of the emotions like after processing and working through the emotions which some of that was probably from doing that I just felt a lot more and I still feel a lot more just like centered and yeah I that for me is huge especially you guys know I have ADHD so anything that helps with focus love 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 but yeah that was definitely my favorite physical result that I experienced uh just honestly it's half the battle with healthy eating right it's cravings we are craving things and then it's like all that mental and emotional work has to go into not giving ourselves the thing that we want and so to just eliminate wanting the thing altogether (laughs) to me is great um I just also noticed myself craving vegetables and greens a lot today and I was like Like I didn't have to, I actually did start my morning off and I think I'm going to start my morning off every day. Well, that's another thing actually I forgot to mention. Starting your day off with warm lemon water, that's the first thing that you do in the cleanse and I've been loving that. It's really helpful for regulating your glucose levels, um, especially in the morning, but and just helping with digestion. But uh, yeah, after that and after my coffee, I had my green smoothie this morning and I only had one. I didn't have... I, yeah, I guess I was making like 35 to 40 ounces probably and drinking that all through the morning and afternoon. Um, I probably had like 16 ounces this morning, um, but I actually wanted it and it 
was really enjoyable to drink. I feel I feel really good after drinking this smoothie. It's just so nutrient dense. You just feel healthy afterwards. Um, and I feel uplifted mentally, actually. Um, I don't know if it's just a placebo effect, but I actually felt like happy and like light and kind of just like, I don't know, got a little bit of dopamine out of the smoothie. I guess, and I don't know if it really is the ingredients or just because I know I'm putting something so healthy in my body, but I did feel really good <laughs> during and after drinking this smoothie every day, but I had it for breakfast. And I think I might try to continue to at least Monday to Fridays. It is a little bit of work to like make the smoothie, but I made enough to last me three days the last time. So um, I'll see if it's still fresh tomorrow. Tomorrow would be day three, but yeah, I feel like it's just such a great way to get a lot of fiber and a lot of nutrients in. And I just, I feel more stable and don't have cravings in the morning drinking this. So I am loving it so far. I'm probably going to keep that. Uh, but yeah, I also just realized how I think, but I also think some of why I had less cravings is because of how nourishing this smoothie is. I realized I have not been eating anywhere near enough fruits and vegetables as I should be and just like fresh food. I've been focused on upping my protein intake the last couple of months and I was kind of neglecting like the whole fresh fruits and vegetables side of things. So I think I just felt really nourished and hydrated also from this drink. I also noticed my skin was just more bright, more clear, more glowy. Um, it wasn't like drastic again. It was only a couple of days, but I did notice a subtle difference in that. I just felt like I looked more alive. <laughs> um, and then my energy levels, obviously in the afternoons, they were kind of starting to fade because I'd only been drinking that throughout the day. But in the mornings, I felt great. And overall, I've been feeling pretty great. So I feel like it helped some with energy. I feel like my digestion is, I don't know. I don't know if I noticed that much of a difference. I feel like my digestion is about the same. I feel like I'd already been kind of focused on gut health for a while, so I didn't see as much of a result in that area because I don't know if I have, yeah, much that needs fixing in that area. And then I definitely noticed I felt a lot slimmer and things were just fitting a little bit looser, which obviously always feels good. I definitely have put on some weight over the last year from just, I think, stress, unhealthy eating, all the moves. Um, and so I've been, and I also have been kind of focused on gaining muscle in my workouts in the gym. And now I'm kind of like, okay, I'm ready to lean out a little bit. And, you know, between the cravings being so much more manageable in terms of like sugar and carbs, um, I also feel like it's just greens and fiber also really help with that. And, yeah, I actually only walked on Tuesday and Wednesday. I didn't even do an intense workout those days because I wanted to be kind to myself, you know, with just all the emotional stuff coming up as well as like making all this change in a couple of days and not having as much fuel in my body. And yeah, it just felt good. And I still felt like I felt a little bit slimmer all around. So yeah, overall, I am just so happy with the cleanse. I'm so happy I did it. So happy with the results. It was such a good reset. I feel like these things are always really helpful just to kind of see things from a different angle just to get out of our routine and do something new can offer so much to us so much wisdom into maybe things that we need to dig deeper into things that we need to evaluate more and kind of things that maybe we thought we needed or were serving us and they're just not it was really helpful for me to see like the way I'm eating it hasn't been serving me as much as I thought it was and like this is actually going to serve me more in multiple areas of my life to have 
this green smoothie every morning. Um, her recipe, by the way, I will link in the show notes. She does offer it for free. So if you want to try the smoothie, go to the show notes and you can get the ingredients and make it yourself at home. Okay, a couple of things to spring clean your life. Um, so obviously the waterfall cleanse is great, but if you just want to do some clearing in your own way um, or you don't want to do something as structured, I just wanted to share some things that you guys can do that I either have been doing or am starting to do and some things that I have done or am doing that I feel like have been really helpful and you can try out for yourself. So yeah, so obviously diet number one, sugar. Cutting out sugar, as I mentioned, I feel so much better when sugar is very low in my diet. So, you know, just trying to cut out sugar and add in more fresh fruits and vegetables into your diet, maybe even add in the smoothie. I feel like it's such a great way to just kind of do a little bit of a spring cleaning, cut out some of the stuff that's not serving you like sugar and alcohol, add in some of the stuff that will serve you more. You will probably feel so much better. I'm feeling better from doing this, but you don't even need to go that extreme if you don't want to. Just, yeah, make some swaps that will really help you feel your best. Unnecessary screen time. This is a work in progress for me, but I've been trying to put my phone in another room and not be on it for at least an hour every day or a couple of hours. I definitely miss days. I'm going to try to be more disciplined with this, but I have noticed my anxiety levels are so much better when I have less screen time. So maybe clean out some of your screen time and replace it with things that are actually going to fill your cup. Because like, honestly, how much of our screen time is actually adding any value to our life? Like the scrolling on my Instagram most of the time, obviously sometimes it's for work, but most of the time, like I'm not getting anything out of it except feeling a little bit like negative or anxious um, or just like, it's just mindless scrolling that's not doing anything. I'd be much better off to like go call a friend for 20 minutes, paint my nails, take a bubble bath, take a walk, read a book, watch a funny TV show, like to do something too. Um, I guess that's a different type of screen time. And I actually have, I have thoughts on that for the next point, but yeah, like I would be better off to do something that's going to actually like fill my cup a little bit than to just like, it's just a waste of time sometimes. So, you know, little spring cleaning with your screen time, especially with social media. Um, I feel like can always be helpful. Uh, speaking of cleansing your social media. I feel like I've been doing this kind of ongoing. I've just been unfollowing people if I feel like or accounts if I just if I don't feel like they're adding anything ever to my life. It's like why am I following them? Obviously if it's a friend or, you know, an or a connection from work or something, then that's different. But for the most part I'm just kind of like, yeah, I want to see things that are going to at least make me smile when I am doing my social media scrolling. So feel like, you know, it's always worth, especially if there are accounts that you know make you feel negative or scarcity or jealous. Um, and, you know, obviously jealousy is just us realizing like, oh, I want this thing. And when you know you can manifest anything you want, like there's really not a place for jealousy because you can just go get the thing for yourself. But doesn't mean that we don't get triggered sometimes still or, you know, maybe it's taking time to manifest that thing. So if you're seeing somebody that has something you want, it's just making you feel negative, maybe just unfollow them or mute them so that you don't have to feel those feelings as much. And then, as I mentioned, TV. Okay, guys, t- 
TV is trash sometimes. I was trying to, not all TV, I do think, I do like funny shows. I think funny shows can be healthy. Um, Laughing is so good and sometimes we need to just laugh and not take life seriously and comedy can be really great for that. But I tried to watch White Lotus. Well, I I didn't try. I watched White Lotus um, over Christmas break and I felt like shit after watching every single episode. I was anxious and I had, I noticed I was struggling a lot more with negative thoughts after that show. It was normalizing things like cheating and fighting and lying to your partner and hiding things and just all of these negative things that I don't want to be normal for me. I don't want it to be normal to be with a partner that lies to me and cheats on me. Like who wants that? Like, why are we trying to train our subconscious mind that that's normal? And if you don't believe that what you watch on TV is affecting your subconscious, there was a study that showed after White Lotus, Aperol sales skyrocketed. TV and what we are putting in our brains, what we consume affects our subconscious It does. Like you just can't argue with that. And I'm not saying don't watch any TV and I'm not saying you have to be perfect and only put good things into your brain or body. Obviously, I enjoy indulging and indulging, I think, is just a part of the human life that we get to do. But I am saying be mindful (laughs) and know and know that this is something you're indulging in that might have some negative side effects that maybe you want to limit. Uh, I think that TV can get a free pass sometimes because it's like, you know, it's one of those ways to relax that's not like, or it's, we don't think it's destructive. Whereas we know like, okay, eating a pint of ice cream is maybe a little bit, you know, unhealthy. Um, Drinking, you know, a couple glasses of wine. Like there are things that I will still indulge in because I love them and I love myself and I'm a human and I'm going to enjoy the human experience. And sometimes that means indulging in things that aren't healthy, but I'm aware and I'm mindful and I'm mindful how much I consume them. But TV, I think is, can be just as unhealthy as those things, but we consume it as if it's not. Um, but it really affects us. Like, so yeah, I would just, I would just encourage you and invite you to think about how you feel after you watch your favorite shows are they helping put you in a positive headspace and mindset are they adding value to your life are they putting you in a good mood or are they dragging you down are they making you anxious are they portraying negative things which then you're subconsciously going to be looking for and afraid of or worried about are they making you feel good or bad? Just, you know, something to think about and take stock of and then maybe clear out the things that really aren't adding any value to you or your life and are maybe dragging you down. Okay, an unalignment cleanse is something else you can do. Taking Just taking time to take stock of what things really feel in alignment and what things do you feel like you're doing? What people are you talking to? What commitments are you making that are out of alignment? I've just been trying to really look at what I'm committing to going to in terms of events, the people I'm spending time with, the things I'm doing throughout the day, um, and just really trying to be a little bit more picky and really make sure that things are in alignment because I am drained and I lose out on energy that I could be pouring into things that are aligned when I am spending my energy on things that are not aligned. And I also just, it takes me a little while to reset, like especially spending time with unaligned people. I'm 
very much an empath. So I definitely take on other people's emotions and get very pulled into their world. And I notice when I spend time with people who are like very negative or very anxious, it takes me a little while to kind of shed that energy. So yeah, I'm just trying to be, just trying to have good energy hygiene and really be careful and make sure that the things I'm spending my time and energy on are really aligned and adding value. Not that again, we don't serve or, you know, give of ourselves, but even that I feel like there's ways to give and serve that are in alignment. And then there's sometimes ways we give and serve that we're doing because we think we're supposed to, or we feel bad or we're afraid of losing somebody. And those are never good reasons to serve. We want to serve from love and from enoughness and from what feels aligned, not from this scarcity black plates. And last but not least, a time cleanse. Just taking stock of how you're spending your time and maybe being more intentional with it. I kind of touched on this with the screen time. Uh, But in general, yeah, I've been trying. This is something I'm working a lot on because I feel like I I just get lost in the day sometimes. There was a really funny... um, meme that I posted on my Instagram stories the other day and it was an email that somebody received (laughs) and the other person was just like hi Karen I need to reschedule I've lost control of the day and I was like I feel like that sometimes sometimes I'm just, just like what happened where did I go what happened to my day I don't know um and so I'm trying to have a little bit more control over my days and just be intentional as I'm able to obviously like these things are things to think about to support you never to make you feel bad um you know again I've talked about this before but I have been working really hard to not treat myself or my life like a project um but I do want to be intentional and I you know I want to use my time and my energy as best I can to create the most magical human experience for myself and so I think it's just really really grateful to take stock of things sometimes do reflecting and then clear out the things that just maybe aren't serving you as much so yeah that is I think all I have to say right now on spring cleaning in all the ways I hope this was really helpful if you guys have any questions about the cleanse or anything at all you guys know how to reach me my emails in the show notes my instagrams in the show notes you can always dm me and I hope this was helpful I would love to hear if you guys do do any kind of cleanse how it goes what you get out of it and yeah 